Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. On the fourth Thursday of the month, the same day that most Americans gather around the dining table to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade marches through the streets of New York City. Elaborate floats, giant helium balloons, marching bands, acrobats, and celebrities create a carnival-esque atmosphere. For more than 80 years, the parade has drawn spectators who line the streets and cheer on the participants. Covering two and a half miles, the three-hour spectacle runs from 9 a.m. to noon. The holiday event has grown and grown over time from a small parade of floats and live animals organized by Macy's employees into a large-scale annual tradition. To this day, though, apart from performing talent, all other parade participants, such as balloon handlers, are Macy's employees and their family and friends. The parade showcases more than 8,000 participants, and crowds of more than 3.5 million spectators cram Manhattan's streets for a close-up view. Another 50 million watch the parade on TV. So how did we get here? Macy's department store celebrates its 161st anniversary in 2019. The store staged its first Thanksgiving Day parade in 1924. That year, it was called the Macy's Christmas Parade, and it featured three floats pulled by horses, four bands, and zoo animals from the Central Park Zoo, including camels, donkeys, elephants, and goats. Santa Claus was last in the lineup, a tradition that continues to this day. It was all staged by and at the request of Macy's employees, many of whom had just emigrated to America from Europe and longed to celebrate their new home. In 1927, the gigantic balloons that are now the signature element of the parade made their first appearance with the help of helium. The balloons replaced the zoo animals that were frightening to some children, and the first balloons included cartoon characters like Felix the Cat. At the conclusion of the parade, the giant balloons were released into the air. In 1928, Macy's began offering a $100 reward for any returned balloons, which were fixed with the return address label. In 1931, pilot Colonel Clarence E. Chamberlain snagged a balloon with his airplane's wings, leading to a ban on retrieval by airplanes the following year. And after the 1932 parade, another pilot attempted to capture a balloon and nearly crashed, leading Macy's to discontinue releasing the balloons at the parade's end. In 1934, celebrities became an important element of the parade, with singer-actor Eddie Cantor joining the event that year. The Mickey Mouse helium balloon was also introduced that year to parade-goers. From 1942 to 1944, the parade was canceled because of the shortage of helium and rubber during World War II. Those three years are the only time that the celebration has ever been called off. When the parade returned in 1945, it was broadcast on television for the first time and was bigger than earlier versions. But the floats didn't achieve their current spectacle status until 1969, when one Manfred Bass began creating them. Bass designed them so that they could be flattened for their trip through the Holland Tunnel— They were then reassembled during the pre-dawn hours of the parade. Today, Macy's begins planning for the parade at least a year in advance and includes float and balloon creation, celebrity booking, volunteer coordination, and training for clowns and balloon handlers. As the parade grows closer, the preparations get more intense. In 2019, Macy's is celebrating its 93rd parade with 26 floats, 16 giant helium character balloons, and 40 heritage and novelty balloons, and 11 marching bands. But let's talk about those balloons. In a former Tootsie Roll factory in Hoboken, New Jersey, just across the river from New York City, the balloons are created by the Macy's Parade Studio. It all starts with a pencil sketch. Aerodynamic and engineering consultants assist with calculations to make sure the balloon will fly properly. 
Exact scale replicas, one made out of clay and one a painted model, are fashioned before the actual balloon is cut out of fabric. Each balloon has several chambers and includes a zipper, an inflation device, and a high-pressure valve. Flight, inflation, and deflation tests are run, and cosmetic adjustments are made. Finally, the balloon can appear in the parade up to a year after the process began. Balloons these days are constructed of polyurethane, though they used to be made of rubber. Since the switch from air to helium, these behemoth balloons have coasted along with a big dose of help from volunteer balloon wranglers. But it hasn't always been that easy to keep the balloons afloat. In 1958, the balloons were filled with air and hoisted by cranes onto trucks due to a helium shortage. And poor weather conditions kept the balloons from being inflated at all in 1971. The balloon's dimensions vary, but most are about five to six stories high, and somewhere around 60 feet long and 30 feet wide. Each balloon needs around 90 handlers. In all, there are around two to 3,000 balloon handlers for the parade. These handlers must weigh at least 120 pounds and be in good health. Of those, only a few hundred team leaders are required to attend training, though all are invited. Training includes lessons on aerodynamics, geometry, and physics. Then, volunteers practice handling one of the big balloons on a field. The team leaders include an overall leader, pilot, captain, and two drivers. A police officer marches with each balloon. The handlers hold the ropes to guide the balloon, and each balloon is also tethered to two 800-pound utility vehicles. Instruments that measure the speed of wind, uh, called anemometers, I think, are mounted on poles at key points along the route, and each one is monitored with a portable computer by a police officer and a New York City Office of Emergency Management representative. Well before the parade begins, objects that could obstruct balloons, including arms of lampposts, traffic signal poles, streetlights, and trees, are either altered or removed. On the eve of the parade, the balloons and floats are brought to New York City and set up begins— by 6 a.m. on Thanksgiving Day, the balloons and floats are ready to go, and parade participants take their places for the 9 a.m. parade start. After the parade, floats are immediately disassembled, balloons deflated, and all are returned to their warehouse in Hoboken. Today's episode was written by Kathleen Sealer Neary and produced by Tyler Klang. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other well-coordinated topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.